Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. All right, what's up, guys? So I don't normally do this, but I just finished recording this episode, and I'm recording this right after, obviously, but I'm going to put this at the front of the episode because I just want you to know this is a really, really important episode to me. So many people ask me, what do I want with my life? They come to me not knowing, and I just want to offer that this episode is the answer. And I feel very confident saying that because I'm living proof. So really just take everything, you know, really take it to heart, listen to this episode a bunch of times, and let me know what you think in the comments. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode 14. I don't really know why I said it like that because 14 isn't really like traditionally that exciting of a number, but here we are and uh, welcome. All right. So today we're talking about knowing what you want. And this is going to be a really good episode because I get this question all the time. I actually think this is people's main concern in life is knowing what you want in life. So I'm going to tell you how you can figure out what it is that you want. Okay. All right, so I have this deep belief that I've thought about a lot in life that everybody has some idea of what they want to do, like a natural desire for something that would interest them that they could do for the rest of their life. I sincerely believe that everyone has natural interests that they could follow down that path and pursue it and it will lead somewhere that they will be very happy they went. All right, so this is what I think happens to most people. They have a desire for something interesting, like we're kids, we know what we want, we at least have some interests that we're like, okay, yeah, awesome, I want to do this with my life. And then as you get older, what happens is your rational brain kicks on and you have all these belief systems that are built up from pretty much the people all around you, whatever kind of situations happen in your past. And you start to believe that what you want isn't possible. And I really think this happens to a lot more people than they realize. Like if you don't know what you want with your life, I sincerely believe that there is a belief issue causing you to think that it isn't even an option. It really happens. So what happens when we don't believe something we want is an option? Well, we literally take it away from the table of options, right? And then we're left with feeling very, very lost. So what happens is we start numbing over our emotions. Because we don't believe that what we want is achievable, we don't really get excited for our future. We have motivation issues. We start numbing. Remember the episode on numbing was episode six. um, And we talked about it also on the how to deal with your emotions episode. And what happens is when you're numbing over emotion, um, your desire starts to go away. So this is kind of what happens. You don't believe that what you want is possible. And then you start numbing to deal with, I guess, the natural pains and coping with life, which isn't ever a good option if you're trying to figure out, you know, the next step that you want to take. And then you kind of forget entirely what you originally wanted. And it leaves you like completely feeling lost in life with no options. And I really want you to think about that too. Like there are things like if you just take a second and really think about if I asked you like, what is something you really want in life? I don't care what you believe it's possible or anything. What is something you want in life? You could probably give me an answer. But then I say, well, what do you want to do with your life? And you take that answer you just gave me, throw it in like the not possible bin, and then you give me like a, I don't know. Or I guess I should take the safe route. And you say it with like this really abysmal lack of energy and excitement. And that's like no way to be looking at your future. And I really want you to consider that your issue might actually be a belief issue. I really want you to think that because when we're in, I don't know what I want to do with my life mode, we're not actually coming up with answers or using our insight. We're totally disempowering ourselves from having answers or coming up with anything. 
I mean, we really do that, right? And then we feel lost, but it's an illusion of being lost. Because again, there are answers, but we're not allowing ourselves access to them because we don't think they're possible. So I just want you to take a second, like really just question what you believe is possible for your life. You should be excited for your future. There's no other way you should be except for excited about your future. And if you're not, or you're feeling lost or completely stuck, it's a belief issue. So I want to tell you how this played out in my life. When I first graduated from high school, I guess it started even before then. I always wanted, I wanted a big life, like, right? Everybody feels like they're special and they want a big life and everyone totally can have that. But, you know, you kind of get older and you have people in your ear in society saying, well, you need to go get a degree in, in something safe, like accounting. And uh, I wouldn't actually pursue what you want because like 90% of businesses fail and all this stuff, right? You hear all these things and then you like have self-conscious issues, right? You think you're worthless. You have all these worth issues from your childhood. And um, what happens is you actually start to believe that what you can't have what you want. And it's a really crappy feeling. And then that leads to you going down a path that isn't right. And you're probably somewhat conscious of that. But at the same time, you don't think that you have a better option because what you actually want is not possible. So then you go down a path that is kind of not right. When you believe you can't actually have what you want, you go down paths of not wanting. And then you end up in a degree, you end up job hopping, right? So I got a two-year degree in accounting. It took me three and a half years to get it. Um, wonder why. And in addition, I went through like, I would say 20 to 25 different jobs in my life saying that I was lost. Like I literally ran away to Spain for a year because I felt extremely lost in my life. And I want to say that all those things were, like I, I did get experience from all of those things. So it's okay if you're kind of not sure exactly what you want right now and you're just kind of testing the waters as long as you're moving forward. But I also would have saved a lot of time and headache and really suffering in my life if I would have just questioned my belief systems and had someone coach me through what I actually thought was possible. And then I want to add during this time, I really wasn't excited about my future. I mean, I knew literally if I got the accounting degree, I could go and become a CPA with a four-year degree. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll always have a stable job. Like I literally used to be comforted, false comfort, I would say, by the idea of always be having work to do as an accountant and not having to worry about finding a job or work or anything. And I wasn't excited about it, right? I get people all the time and they come to me and they say, I need help with motivation. They, they think that motivation is their problem, right? So they're like, well, I'm in school or I just graduated. I got an IT degree or something like that, uh, an engineering degree. Um, and I'm just really having motivation issues. Like all I do is just like kind of waste time at work or I can't finish my classes. I just can't bring myself to get motivated for my classes. And it's like, they think the issue is a motivation issue, but it isn't that it's a, I'm going down a path. I really don't care about issue because I don't believe that I can actually have what I want. And then I just want to remind everyone, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I'd really recommend you go and listen to the other episodes. I think they work pretty well in an order. And I do that specifically because, um, as I've said before in the past, everything that you do or you don't do in life is because of emotion or an emotion that you don't want to feel or one that you're trying to get out of or that you'd like to feel, right? It's always emotional. We're driven to act or not act because of emotion. And remember, emotions come through your thinking. So if you're thinking, this isn't actually what I want, that's the issue. Because when you're thinking things like that, how does your body feel, right? I don't actually want this. I don't care about these classes. Very disempowered, very indifferent. And those are not motivating emotions to get you to act, complete your classes, go to work, like excel really well in your career. It's never about the lack of motivation. It's the thoughts behind it or the lack of belief behind actually getting what you want, what you really truly want. All right. And then I'm sure at this point in the episode, I have people who are like, no, it's not a, I don't believe it's possible issue. It's a, I really don't know what I want issue. So here's what I'm going to say for y'all that are listening. If you're really, truly not sure what you want, I really just challenge you um, or would recommend that you just try to cut out everything you're using to numb over your emotions. 
So if you don't know what I mean by this, I would highly recommend you listen to episode six about numbing emotions and then come back. But in short, when you're numbing over your emotions, pretty much you're using external sources to change how you feel internally, right? So like I feel anxiety, I smoke a joint. I feel self-hatred, I eat a donut. I feel boredom, I have to rush to social media or gambling online because I can't handle being bored. So what happens is when we're learning to use external sources to handle our internal emotional problems, we're not just numbing over the bad ones we're trying to avoid, we're also numbing over the desire, the genuine desires we have, the good emotions. You can't really pick and choose which emotions you're gonna numb over when you're numbing, you just numb over all of them. And now I have personal experience with this in my own life. When I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life, I was still struggling, I cut out vaping, I cut out uh, alcohol for a while, and I really limited my going out and hanging out with my friends compulsively, any social media that felt compulsive, like anything that felt like it was compulsive was because I was compulsed to get out of an emotion that I was experiencing, which was a lot of anxiety, dread, confusion, which is not a useful energy. It doesn't really lead anywhere. Uh, what's another one? Overwhelm, another emotion that doesn't drive you to act at all. It kind of just makes you freeze in fear. Definitely when we experience fear, we freeze. Um, and typically it leads to like things that we don't like, right? Like if we're scared, we're probably not going to do the things that we want, especially if we're pushing that fear away, like it shouldn't be there. And it's, it's a fun sell for me to make in this career that I've chosen because in my opinion, and I'm sure a lot of people would agree, figuring out what you want to do with your life is probably the most important possible thing that you could spend your time doing. So it shouldn't even be something that we're considering as an option or not. If you don't know what you want to do with your life, cut out all the distractions that you're, that you're using to numb over your emotions. That's what you need to do. And it's just totally up to you, right? People also come to me and they, they're like, they want to figure out their life, but at the same time, they don't want to invest in coaching or they don't want to cut out like alcohol all the time or weed or um, vaping, you know. But when it comes to those situations, I always tell them, well, you are making a decision on what you want. You have actually chosen what you want. You'd prefer the life of avoiding than the life of really just confronting the fear, the emotion, feeling your actual desires and starting to deliberately practice believing that it's possible. So I always want to tell people, like, if you're not sure what you're doing and you feel like stuck and you're like, well, I just don't know what to do and I don't want to make the wrong choice in, in not making a choice you already have chosen. So I want to offer that to you. Um, if you're saying, I don't know what I want to do with my life, like you're actively choosing to not know what you want to do with your life. So you are indeed choosing what you want to do with your life. I just want to put that out there. If you're not willing to give up certain things for a short amount of time while you figure it out, then you are still choosing. There's nothing wrong with that choice, right? Like it's totally neutral. Like your decisions, your thoughts, everything totally neutral. But if it's not what you want, then I would say that it's not good, right? It's, it's probably not neutral for you in that situation. I always want to offer that. Just because you feel lost and you want to go and party every weekend, which is nothing wrong with that, but you're not, you know cutting out the stuff and doing the emotional work and investing in coaching and deliberately sitting down and like getting in your brain. There's nothing wrong with you not doing those things, but I don't like, I don't think it's fair for you to say, I don't know what I want, but at the same time, I'm not going to try and I don't want to go there. And a lot of people do that. I'm really just going to, I'm really going to drill on this episode because it's not okay to act confused and then act as if you're not the one creating the confusion. Remember your thoughts are hundred percent optional. Thoughts that create confusion, like, I don't know, I'm lost, I have no clue, all those thoughts, they're completely optional. You can always pick a new thought that's going to lead to a different emotion that's going to lead you to take action as opposed to inaction. So I just want to offer that. I think it's super important that I drive that point home because my job as a, as a life coach is to help you believe in yourself and also give you the awareness to take as much power of your life back as you can. Thoughts like, I don't know, are not powerful thoughts. 
They're thoughts that lead to a lot of uncertainty, which leads to inaction. All right. And we've come to the part of the podcast where I want to um, call out anybody who knows what they want to do deep down. Like, let's say you have a really strong desire. Like you, you don't need to cut out anything. You're feeling your emotions. You know what you want. Your desire's there, but you're not taking action. Why? The reason, again, that we do or don't take action is because of an emotion that we are currently experiencing, one that we're going to experience, one that we don't want to experience, or one that we don't want to be currently experiencing. So it's really important to know a lot of people don't move forward on their dreams, and it's entirely because they are scared of feeling fear, rejection, shame, failure. And these emotions, when we resist them or when we hide from them, which a lot of us do, myself included sometimes, they ensure that we don't even give our dreams a chance. And in coaching, they, they like to say that you fail ahead of time. You don't even try because you're scared you're going to fail. So you've already failed without even having to try. You've given up on yourself before you even gave yourself a chance. And this is something that happens to a lot of people, right? Like really think about it. I, I'm doing this right now. I've, I've had to fight through a lot of rejection, a lot of nastiness, a lot of haters in the field I'm, I'm in right now. Like what you want is your desire for a reason. You should never have shame about the desire that you have. I don't care how stupid it might sound to other people. Your desire is yours and you don't know where it's going to lead if you don't follow it. But I'm going to tell you right now, if the only way that people add value to the world is by following their dreams, regardless of what other people think, regardless of what, what negative emotion they're feeling. And like, look at every single invention ever made. Everything looked crazy until somebody believed in themselves more than the people around them didn't. And they were willing to go out there, experience fear, experience potential rejection, experience failure a thousand times to succeed like once or twice. And then they literally changed the world for everyone. It's so funny how that works, right? Like people hate on you. And then those same people end up benefiting from what you've created after you've believed in yourself more than, more than the haters didn't. It's so funny, right? But that's your best shot at adding value to your life and having a meaningful life is by following your desire, regardless of the emotions you're experiencing. And by experiencing those emotions fully without reacting to them, like don't numb over them, don't resist them. It's okay to be scared doing something new. It's okay to fear rejection, but don't take inaction because of those emotions because then you're running away from them, right? You're numbing over those emotions. I knew for the longest time that I wanted to own a business and change people's life in dramatic ways. And I knew this since I was like, really since I was about 14 years old. But what happened was I, I had a lot of worth issues when I was younger. I had a lot of worth issues. I was very, I would say very overweight. I was a closeted gay guy with a twin brother that was good looking and popular. And I slowly began to believe that what I wanted actually wasn't possible. And I should just ask for an average life. And I'd be lucky to have that. And I believe that. And it wasn't until like literally over 10 years later that I was able to get into coaching. I was confronted with coaches who said, actually, we can, we see entirely who you are as a person and exactly what you are capable of, what you can be. And those are just thoughts that you're having. It's okay to be scared. That's a natural emotion. Feel it. But your desire is there for a reason and you're, you're entirely capable of doing it. And I just want to say that this has been a really hard journey. Um, learning to unbelieve thoughts, even just becoming aware of them. But this week I signed four clients, four people, their life is going to be changed forever because I believed in myself more than anybody else did, <laughs> which is so dramatic to say it out loud, but that's really what happened. When I first became a life coach, everyone's like, yeah, good job. You're 24. Like, you're going to life coach. You don't have marriage experience. I heard that one a lot. Uh, on TikTok, I get haters all the time, but then you have clients and you literally change their life because you believe in yourself more than the haters did. Amazing. And now I'm literally so confident that I can change your life 
It doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing. I can change your life. And it's because I believed in myself enough to get to this point that I'm going to be able to affect your life in such a meaningful way. And I might've already changed your life. So I just want to offer like, imagine that you are missing out on changing a thousand people's lives in such profound ways because you're too scared to face fear or because you don't think you're worthy. It's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you at all. I'm going to build a huge, a hugely, I like that word, hugely successful life coaching business. And it isn't about me. It really isn't. It's about all the people I'm going to serve. And I'm so excited to say that and it sounds so cliche and it is so cliche, but I genuinely feel that in my bones when I talk. I'm so thankful that I didn't listen to the small voice in my head that kept saying I couldn't do it. Or the other voice that said, you don't know what you want to do. You'll never measure up. Because now I'm in a position where I'm going to have so much power and authority to help people. I'm not going to be in like a nine to five job anymore, making $17 an hour, getting 1% raises at my job, hating myself, eating to make up for my emotions, drinking, vaping, like in the break room at work and hiding, hiding for myself because I couldn't face the life I was currently in. All of that because I stopped saying, I don't know. And I started to believe that what I wanted could actually be possible. That is the power of life coaching. If you don't know what you want, get on the call with somebody who's going to fight for your dreams more than you currently believe you can. I just want to mention that too. A lot of people come to me and they say, well, how do you learn to believe things that you have never believed? The hon and my honest answer is you need to invest in yourself and get a coach. That is what this entire industry is for. I had to do it. I spent over $23,000 investing in myself, learning how to believe in myself. That's really what life coaching was. That's what I spent the last two years learning how to do now that I can actually articulate that. Cause I wasn't sure what I was doing originally, but that's what life coaching does. And it's a, a really good place to start. It's just stop numbing over your emotions and see what desires come up. And you're going to have that moment where you go, Oh my God, wait, this just popped into my head. I want this. I know I want this. I've been, I've known that since I was a kid or since I was like 16 years old, but I've been numbing over that because I didn't think it was possible. And just like close your eyes and just think future focused and don't use your past as evidence. Just go, wait, what if that was possible? What if I actually could start that business and help a thousand people and make abundant income and help my family, like literally take my family out of money issues, make sure that I'm taking care of them in their old age, make sure that I have like six weeks off vacation a year, make sure that I'm helping people in really profound ways, change their lives and believe in themselves. What if that was possible if I could do that? What if I was worthy? What if it was possible for me? So stop saying, I don't know. And answer the question, what if you did know? What if you did know the answer of what you wanted? All right, so it's time to get really corny. I love it. Life coach alert. That's what we do. Um, there's a poem by Marianne Williamson, and it's called Our Deepest Fear. And I'm going to read it to you because I'm freaking corny and I love it. Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us most. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous. Actually, who are you not to be? You are here for a reason. You playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about the shrinking. So the other, oh, sorry. I fucked it up, guys. I was about to cry. Oh, fuck. I'm totally leaving that in there one sec. Let me, re let me reframe. All right. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. That's so good, by the way. We are born to make manifest the glory that is within us. It's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give others the permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, 
our presence automatically liberates others. And I'm almost crying actually, because I haven't read that poem in like, I would say two years. And I feel that so deeply now that I've actually stepped into the person I'm supposed to become and that I knew I was capable of all along. You guys are so amazing. You deserve everything that you believe you can't have. So just take a second, close your eyes and ask yourself, what if it is possible? This thing I've been pushing off for a long time, I'm not even considering it an option because it's not possible. So I'm just going to get the safe job. My parents wanted me to get it. They just want the best for me. I get it. So I'm just going to do them and I hate it. But then I can just enjoy time outside of work. I can just keep drinking on the weekends. I love drinking on the weekends. I want to go to the weekend concert. I want to spend like $500 on tickets. And that's like the most exciting thing I have to look forward to for four months. No, it's not. (laughs) You believing in yourself is the most exciting thing you possibly could ever look up to ever. And once you start doing that, it's a roller coaster. It actually becomes easier. You just have to make the first step. Stop saying, I don't know and start saying, but what if I did? Thank you guys so much. This is a really powerful episode. I know it's going to help a lot of people. And it was just even moving for me making it. I'm like still, still feeling it from that poem. So thank you guys. I will see you next week. Have a fantastic day.